Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I am Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Adam Mattis. Adam, sports are slowly but surely coming back, it looks like. We're all the, the you have two soccer leagues that are talking about coming back. The basketball is talking about pool play versus traditional versus completely receding things. Uh, baseball, sure, fine, they're fighting each other in the streets, you know. So, it. yeah, <laughs> but it looks like we're getting some version of sports back. Like, if you, you could really make the argument that like every aspect of professional sports is coming back, even lockouts. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> here we are. No, but for basketball, it just feels like, I mean, it's been building for several weeks, Anthony, and we have the momentum. It'll just, I think we're here. I think, I think um, from here it's going to pick up steam and, and now we're seeing all the various different paths to doing a playoff or whatever. And it's exciting. It really is. So today's show, there are three ways that the NBA could put together their playoffs, right? They could go with the traditional route. They could go with the... I would say there's four main ways. Okay. Well, you're going to have to inform me on the fourth <laughs> one. <laughs> but the, the ways that I have in front of me are the traditional format where they just show up with the 16 teams that are earned, that are currently in the playoffs and they proceed with the playoffs as such. The other one is where they go with a conferenceless playoff bracket with those same 16 teams. Yeah. Or they could go with this World Cup style group stage draw kind of thing where you include four additional teams. The fourth one, I guess, is including like a another round for a play-in round. Yeah, yeah, play-in round, exactly. If you just okay. try to finish out the regular season by having teams play to get into that eight seed or something. I'd be fine with that too. Uh, today's show, we are going to break down each format. Segment one is going to be dedicated to the traditional format. Segment two, we're going to talk about the conferenceless conferenceless playoff bracket. Uh, well that's done. a tough. No, it's that's not. a tough word it's to tough. say. With <laughs> no, with <laughs> I have canker sores on two spots on my tongue, and it's uh-huh. not well, not easy to say terrible. s's. Yeah, I know it does. <laughs> it feels terrible. Uh, and then and then we're going to devote probably a little bit more time to getting into this. A potential group stage draw in the third segment. Let's start though with this traditional segment, traditional format. Yeah. Do you think it's fair? Do you think fairness even matters here? Where do you sit <laughs> on if they just brought out the 16 teams and and they say, all right, you guys have at it, maybe, maybe include, you know, five quote unquote preseason games or exhibition games to get everybody ready, maybe against teams that they won't see, you know, on the other side of the bracket or something like yeah. that. Uh, just to just so that guys can get their legs under them before playoff basketball really starts. But how do you feel about just the traditional, straightforward postseason? I think, well, first of all, you asked, is it fair? And I think it's probably the most fair option out there, just in terms of, like, let's keep things like how they go. The NBA's not going to be able to play a full regular season. They're not going to be able to bring back 30 teams, it doesn't look like, and just finish out the 15 games or whatever. So something has to happen and something has to give. And if you look at it in the Eastern Conference, Anthony, the eight seed, the gap between the eight-seeded Magic and ninth-seeded Wizards is pretty much insurmountable. It's five and a half games. So... Could the Wizards have made a huge and incredible run and caught the Magic? They could have, but it, 99 times out of 100, they wouldn't have. So that one was mm-hmm. set. You go to the West, three-and-a-half game lead for the Grizzlies over a, a slew of teams behind them. That one's a little bit more close, but are we going to be able to play 15 games to be able to close that three-and-a-half game gap? I don't think so. So, yes, to me, this is the most fair way to sort of get to postseason basketball. 
also, this is professional sports. Fairness isn't really how we do things. Like it's just, well, well, yes and no. I see this as a Lakers fan who has well, like an inside route apparently on all the stars in the NBA. Oh, apparently, yeah, really like appa- apparently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say it's it's been said. It's been Some said. have bandied about it. <laughs> but, but you, but I, do like, I, I don't know. Right? You, there's, there's an inherent unfairness to sports or whatever but i do think that when you're trying to set up like a a league and especially when we're talking about an actual tournament bracket or, or playoff seating or whatever i do think their <laughs> fairness is an important thing and look these teams played a lot of games already those games should matter even though they were months ago they should matter and because we have such a gap to where those eighth and ninth seed teams are i do think it makes at least the it's the most fair way to put to reward the teams that belong in the playoffs it's not the yeah, most exciting, I mean, though, Anthony. It's not the most exciting. It it's not the most fun. It isn't. And do you think how – well, two points. First off, look, the Blazers are sitting at 29 and 37. They're eight games below 500. Damian Lillard is out there making points as if they're 40 and 41 or something like that. But but they're not. They weren't a particularly great team this year. Yeah. And – as such, you don't get rewarded with playoff play if you have a bad season, and they did. That's just kind of how sports go. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I look. I, there are other options. Unless you're in the Eastern Conference, and then I, there's other options out there that I think are more fun, and there's a little bit of inter- intrigue to them. But yeah. if we go into this one, I think the interesting answer is if you go into it just now, a traditional playoff format. It's kind of funny. A big part of me thinks that we are exactly where we would have arrived if we would have played out the season in several mm-hmm. months. Um, and, and I look at it, you know, the Lakers and Grizzlies, that's a fun first round series. The Grizzlies have nothing to lose. They're not good enough to beat the Lakers, but they're fun. It's a first sort of chance for, for the Grizzlies to get playoff action. Jazz and Thunder. Okay, that's an interesting one. Clippers, Mavericks, I think is is a lot of fun. Nuggets, Rockets is fun. There's some fun. This is just it's just a really fun year, I think. Even if you go down, Celtics 76ers, that's a first round playoff matchup. <laughs> Tell me you won't be yeah. watching that series. I mean, the whole world will be. Absolutely. I I mean, look, this is why and they they've played 65 games ish, right? On average, most of no. these teams have played around 60 plus games and over a 60 game sample size some of the you know teams some of these teams get answered out over the course of that time and in this case it's a pretty good it's a it's a pretty solid playoff field that i wouldn't how likely is it do you think though that this is the way that they move forward we're gonna have to answer this on all of these things to me, it still seems like the one that would get the least pushback and blowback and therefore maybe the, the one the most likely to happen. But it's not the one that allows – this doesn't mm-hmm. allow for any meaningful regular season games, and that's where the money comes in. I mean, so much of the money is the mm-hmm. regular season television revenue and, and, and how much players in the BRI and how it gets um, split up. So to me it's the most logical one it's just maybe not the most financially uh the one with the biggest financial incentive and that's why i'm not sure if it's going to be the one they pick but i think they get the least least blowback from fans i think they get the least blowback from players who actually care about their championships i mean look damian lillard's going to want the one that gets him back in that's with a chance Mm -hmm. but if you just talk about like you know the, the most objective sort of um players you know maybe the people that don't have a bunch of skin in the game i think this is the one they probably want yeah, I I think there's cases for all three of these. My one yeah, my one is. disappointment here is is 
with this traditional format would be that, you know, the league has been kind of conceptualizing, hey, what would it look like if we got rid of conferences in our seating? What would it look like if we tried to uh, do different things? And and one of the things that's really been holding back from doing that is the amount of travel that would get introduced. And if you just move forward with this traditional format, you don't answer the question of, is the additional travel or the additional hoops you have to, to, to jump through right. in order to make that travel feasible, would the product be worth it to introduce some new form of playoffs moving forward? And I think, you know, while, while you don't want to, you know, phrase anything as taking advantage of a pandemic, you do want to say, is there a way that we can use this as a means to potentially improve our product? And I don't know if a traditional format really does that. I think we feel pretty confident that Adam Silver would love to do that, the very thing. Maybe that's one of the top priorities for him, not the top, but one of the top priorities is, hey, we have an opportunity to get crazy and take data points from it. Should we just do it? The now, now or never kind of thing. And I think Adam Silver feels that way. I'm just not sure owners feel that way. I'm not sure players feel that way. Yeah. Because they're already concerned about there being an asterisk to this year. And if you add in all these other variables beyond just the break that everybody's had to take and, you know, going to Disney World to play these games, if you, if you add another one to that, I just think the asterisk or the threat of an asterisk gets bigger. Maybe. Uh, let's take a quick second here. When we come back, we are going to talk about what the, the format might look like, look like if they got rid of conferences and just seated everybody one through 16 and, and you know the pros, the cons, and the likelihood that that might be the way they move forward. So we talked about a traditional format. Now we're going into what the conference might look like if they or the the playoff might look like if they got rid of conferences. And as a Lakers fan, this is where I get to put on my Homer hat. And the play the Lakers side of this bracket looks pretty nice. I can't lie. <laughs> you do. You have the, the Bucks and the Clippers on the other side of the bracket. You have, you know, I, I would say the best team that the Lakers would be facing here are the Raptors and you know between the 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 Bucks and the Clippers and the Raptors I would most love to play the Raptors if it if it comes to a conference type oh. uh situation but other than that though I do I you you still get some really intriguing matchups and like I said earlier they get now the opportunity to see what the product looks like if they abandon something that a lot of people have been pushing for behind the scenes anyway so the thing you lose when you do this is you do it does make it harder to build rivalries, right? There's something too if you're in the same conference and you're the you know, the same good teams, there's a good chance you're going to meet up somewhere. Conference finals, semifinals, mm-hmm. year after year after year and you build those rivalries. That's one reason against it. The travel you mentioned, but it does and and we've seen this in the past and actually we've seen it a lot over the last 20 years where the championship, the best matchup, has come before. It's become in the conference finals of one right. of the two conferences. Then you advance, and it's like, okay, Brooklyn Nets versus Lakers. Yeah, that's not a compelling final series. So this one I do think would lend itself to that. Um, and what's more interesting about this is just the idea of, like, some of these teams don't have that much familiarity with each other, and there's some interesting matchups. So Bucks Magic, not interesting. 116. That's a 116. Not interesting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers Nets, 2 versus 15. That also not interesting at all. 
Then you scroll over. Unless Raptors for some reason, KD or Kyrie decided, hey, we're going to suit up. <laughs> yeah, I'd for, be pissed. <laughs> not happening. But then you've got the Raptors, no. the three-seeded Raptors and the Grizzlies. There's some intrigue there. Like that, You start to get right off the bat some interesting matchups. The Raptors in the Eastern Conference, typically that 2-7 matchup isn't interesting. Well, throw in the Western Conference and the Grizzlies were one of the best teams over the final you know, four months or three months of the season before it got canceled. Mm-hmm. That's good. Clippers-Mavs, I'm here for that. I think Clippers will be easy, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Celtic Sixers? <laughs> let's let's go right off the bat. I'm 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 already in. By the way, how interesting is it? Sixers, the 12 seed in this theoretical. Like that's just, that's wild that they are. The, that. You think of the Sixers as like a top six or seven team, and yeah, the 12th. Oof. Well, um, what's fun there? What's fun there though? Like you and I are both like we we both enjoy March Madness. The 5-12 matchup in in oh, all yeah. those March brackets. There's always an upset there. That'd be fun. Well, Celtics 76ers too. Like one of the the fate of one of those two teams, I think, changes quite a bit on that on that mm. one. I mean, at least the way people view them. I mean, one of those teams gets bounced in the first round. We're, they're going to come into the season next year um, with a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm. Nuggets Pacers six eleven. That's the uh, NBA TV. It's a great matchup that nobody's going to watch, but it's a, a really <laughs> intriguing one. You yeah. guys, if you guys could see Adam's face as he was talking about that, the pain. <laughs> it's that just resided true. In it's, just, it's just true. Nuggets <laughs> Pacers might be the best series in this whole hypothetical, yeah. but nobody. It's on NBA. It's on Facebook Live. The Jazz Rockets like eleven in the morning. <laughs> well, the might that's another thing. Yeah, these games will be kind of funny hours. Jazz Rockets. You realize that the Rockets keep knocking the Jazz out of the playoffs. They can't escape them. <laughs> it keeps happening. So I'm here for that. And then finally, Heat Thunder. What a great matchup. So we just went yes. through that whole list. And I think there were two series that weren't interesting. The rest of them were very interesting. I'm mm-hmm. that's a great solution. That's a great sort of if that happens, I'm gonna be very excited. Me too. I think if they do this, you still might get some kind of a play-in kind of thing. So you might yeah. not see these specific matchups, especially, you know, at the at the you know, fifteen and sixteen spots, because yeah. those might be where where a team might play their way in. But still, I mean that's you know, if you swap out if you swap out the Nets, say, with the Pelicans yes. or the you know, or the, the Blazers or whatever, you know, the magic, you know, you swap them out for one of those other teams that were uh, the Kings or something like that, who might be, you know, potentially healthy also, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you get, you get some, you know, potentially really fun matchups there. I don't think like we talked about earlier with the traditional format, I don't think you would mess too much with seeds much higher than 15 or 16 because of the gap that exists between each seven seed and the team that was below them uh, that are vying for, for the playoff. But, but yeah, I, I think this to me, this is, in all reality, I think this is the most likely solution that they go with. I do think that you're right that I think they maybe stack some of the different plans. And I know in the next segment we're going to talk about this um, play-in, but I'm with you. We just talked about how all these series are compelling. If you do swap out the Nets and the Magic with the Pelicans and Blazers, now you get Damian Lillard into the playoffs. Now you get Zion Williamson. And, oh, by the mm-hmm. way, look, I think the Bucks and Lakers beat both of those teams. But yeah. at least it's interesting. At least we get yeah. to see Zion Williamson against Anthony Davis and that, you know, the Pelicans and Lakers, that maybe there's not going to be the atmosphere, the crowds booing and this or that. But it's still fun to get to see those guys on the same court. And then, you know, Damian Lillard, let's put him in a playoff. I mean, why not? It's good. I don't think they're going to beat the Bucks, But again, we might get some magic. We might get a nice uh, something intriguing. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm here for it. I, the, the reason why I'm for conference list playoffs or a potential group thing is give, give me, give me something that comes out of this specific situation, mm. right? Mess with this a little. If, if they go into this and it winds up falling on its face, then cool. We know the way that they've done things traditionally has been the right way to do it. Or, you know, there was plenty of people who laughed at the all-star form format and, that came out, and that wound up being one of the most right. fun All Star oh, games that's in a recent great memory. Point, Anthony, that's a great point. Everybody <laughs> you know, hates everything until they try it. That's that's really, and then they might hate it still. But <laughs> but oftentimes, at they least don't. you tried it. At least you yeah. tried it, and, and sometimes you don't. If you look at this bracket, though, Anthony, I think it's you know Lakers Jazz. If you look at that top uh, top right quadrant, I think mm-hmm. Lakers come out of that, or Lakers Rockets. I think Lakers probably comfortably come out of that quadrant. Um, the other side, the Bucks, the Heat, Thunder. That's a great one, but I still think the Bucks come out of it. I still think it's Bucks. You uh-huh. go down Clippers, Celtics, 76ers. I think Clippers probably coming out of that one. So you get Clippers, Bucks, you get Lakers. The Raptors, Nuggets, Pacers. It's fitting that they're all there because they all are sort of that second tier team. But I think the Raptors go. So do you have a Lakers? What, what is your final? The, are you with me so far that you think it's Raptors, Lakers, Bucks, Clippers? No. I don't, I don't know if the Raptors come out of it. Who's who's in that bracket for you? I have you guys coming out of it. Well, you guys, have, you're, you're talking about the Denver Nuggets. I have your I have your Denver Nuggets coming out of that bracket, and then I, I, I could see it. I could see, even see the Pacers. To be honest, I I think all of those teams yeah. are really good. Um, okay, either way, I think the Lakers probably advance the final. Mm-hmm. Clippers Bucks is a heck of a semifinal. <laughs> I don't know who wins that. That's a I'm, heck of a semi. I almost want to see it. Like yes. I, it's almost like a, one of the number one or two or three series I want to see. So. Yeah, well, and and look, if we go traditionally, right, you get Bucks, probably Raptors, maybe. Yeah, it would be it would wind up being Bucks, Raptors, probably. No. And I don't know. It, it's fun, you know, and maybe and maybe that helps to to you know make people more acquainted with some of the players on both of those teams. But if it's Bucks Clippers, people definitely learn more about Giannis, right? People definitely. People there, you get a lot more people tuning in for that series well, well, than you would if it was a traditional Eastern Conference match. I seem to remember. Um, I, I, I think uh, I, I I could picture. I'm in my head. I'm envisioning, say, like uh, Kawhi Leonard hitting a buzzer beater, or maybe a Kawhi Leonard knocking out Giannis in a playoffs. I feel like I've seen mm-hmm. that before. We have. <laughs> it, it it happened. It definitely happened. But I'm saying, Bucks Raptors. Like, all right, so you're, you're going to have that matchup again, but minus Kawhi. That sounds like fun. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, give me give me the con- – so far between the two formats, though, I am pro-conferenceless between that and – Me too. Which, I think I'm just mean? more interested in that. And part of this is, Anthony, not even on principle. It's just looking at the bracket. This bracket yeah. looks more interesting to me. No other reason. Um, but yeah. I think actually the idea we're going to come to the next – in segment three is going to at least be in part about what I think the perfect solution is. I think so too. Let's take a quick second and come back to that. So this final solution first kind of proposed and leaked by Kevin O'Connor of the ringer is a pretty out there solution. I would say like, it completely okay. took me by surprise that this was something that they were even considering. The pool play idea, the group play, which also known as the World Cup method. And it, it, you're right, Anthony, that it seems sort of out of left field, but it makes sense in this one way. 
they want games. They, mm-hmm. The NBA wants as many games as possible. And some of these like going right into the playoffs, maybe you get a sweep and, you know, this or that. This is one way to sort of ensure an extra eight games, basically, for the 20 teams that get invited to it. That's a lot of games. And it would be very interesting and compelling and I think a lot of fun. So um, that's when people question it, that's the motivation. It's just to get more. This is the, this is the more games option. Right. And it's the get Zion into this thing. option. <laughs> it's, it's true because the truth is they probably wouldn't get into a playoff in any other way. And this one, even though I don't know if the, the, the way this would work, the group stage is there would be teams four groups of five and they would play round Robin style. This is like what the world cup does. Mm-hmm. And then the top two teams in that pool play advance to what would basically become the second round of the playoffs. So it's both, partially like finishing the regular season and starting the postseason all wrapped up in one in this this world cup idea and two teams move in move on from each group correct right? and you get and you would then have eight teams uh this would serve as round one uh and then you would jump immediately into to round two and then from there you would have your normal seven game series and in theory, I don't think this would happen, but in theory, you could end up going into, you could end up having all Western Conference teams advance or seven <laughs> out of eight Western Conference, I mean, or Eastern, whatever it is, but it's not far-fetched to imagine, you know, the Bucks and Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, um, I guess the Clippers, Nuggets, that's pretty much a given. Thunder, Mavericks, that would be hard to envision, but you know what, it's possible at least, so it would be an it would be an interesting thing if you get to the second quote unquote second round of the playoffs and it's mostly the, the just the Western Conference playoffs. The question here comes though from teams like the Grizzlies, teams like the Mavericks, right? Even the Magic and the Nets. The question is, wait, why do these additional four teams deserve a spot in these playoffs when we already fought our way into the situation that we're in? We're 65-ish games in. Why are we changing this thing while the season is going on? And why, if you want to do this, why not propose it before the season so we understand more what we're getting ourselves into at the beginning of it all? So my response to that is, one, it's a legitimate complaint. You're right. This isn't fair, quote-unquote fair. But the second part of it would be, well, you're getting your playoff games. You get to be on the stage. I mean, look. Every all eyeballs are going to be on you now for this. It's just like playoffs. You know, it's technically the first round of the playoffs. So nothing's being taken away from you. It's just being given to someone else. And what is the what is the exchange here? The exchange is more money. So if you told the <laughs> Orlando Magic, hey, you get to be in the playoffs just like you want, but the Kings also get to be in, but you're going to get more money. I think they'd say, Yeah, that's fine. We don't we don't care who else gets in the club as long as we're in the club <laughs> and you pay us to be here. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I I mostly agree. I just I also understand like I, I think it's possible to agree with why they're doing this and also understand where the gripe is coming from. Right. Because like we said earlier, the Blazers are twenty-nine and thirty-seven, you know, and and that is not a record that usually gets you into the playoffs in the Western Conference. That said, the NBA desperately needs revenue <laughs> they need as it. much revenue from from this from this orlando magic expert the the magical kingdom uh experiment at, that they can possibly get to make up for the losses that they've taken not just from uh the the hiatus that they've been on these last few months but also remember back from the china controversy at the beginning of the year 
So you you wrap all this stuff in and you have a league that is desperately trying to make up for some of its losses. And, you know, it's why I think no matter what direction they go in, they involve some version of play in format, whether it's to play into the last two spots in a traditional playoff, whether it's the last two spots in the conference list playoff, whether it's adding, including additional teams into a group stage at the end of the day, the NBA needs as many games that matter right now as possible. And the way to do that is to expand the pool. I think there's a real chance that they could do this, but for just the final spot or, you know, if you look at it, you've got the Orlando Magic with 30 wins. You got the Memphis Grizzlies with 32. And then you have the Trailblazers, Pelicans, and Kings that all have 28, the exact same. So if you, in theory, could just throw those teams into one group and that becomes just the top two teams get in the playoffs, one on one side of the bracket, one on the other. To me, that would be both be fun. You'd make some revenue. Is it fair? Again, no, it's not fair. It's, it's less fair than just stopping the standings now. But is it worth sort of what you would get out of it, which is a lot more revenue and a lot more money? So to me, I, I actually do think the league will instill some form of this group play it might not be exactly the details that we've been talking about and the details that have leaked so far, but to me, fairness isn't the only consideration here, and I think even the players know that. In the sake of fairness, I don't think they can be lumped into their own group. Like, I don't think that makes much sense for two of those teams to move on. Right? Well, That's- no, it would only be that group. It would, it would only be that group that is in a pool. Right. I, I mean, oh, no, I, I think I think the way that they have it set up here, right, where one of, you know, each each of those four groups that are set up right now, right, because they could move on with group play with 16 teams, but they're adding one team to each of those groups because that's, you know, that's just even math. But if you if you basically make an entire group out of Blazers, Pelicans, I guess it would be King, oh, Blazers, Pelicans, Magic, in Kings and, and Grizzlies, whatever it would be, having move having two of those kinds of teams move on to the next group, I don't think would be very fair by the, the teams that are at the top of these group standards. The other thing, too, also, Anthony, that you, you and I kind of... though, You have to think about this. These teams aren't going to win. I mean, part of this is we're like, well, it's not fair for them to get in. They're going to get smacked by the Bucks. sample sizes for, against each team. Like, it, weird stuff happens in that kind of a setting. Just ask world cup fans. Like yeah. it's that stuff. If you're the Lakers fans are really though, worried about not getting to pass the magic, then I just don't know what to say. Well, I, it's not that they aren't getting past those, the, the magic under normal circumstances. It's that, will they be able to get past the magic after having not played for three or four months? Yeah. Like that, hey, that, I think it's that's a fair, not, there's no way to undo that one. That one that's here to stay, no matter what version you do. Well, um, it's possible I think, that we all come back from this and just the, you know, the uh, Mavericks are all of a sudden the best team in basketball or the Nets. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's a reality of the situation. Maybe, but I, I think one way to mitigate against that is if you weigh even the, the tiers, right? Where you give the teams that got themselves home court advantage, because you have to reward these teams in some way. You can't reward them with home court advantage because nobody other than the Magic are going to have home court advantage. They don't even have home court advantage. I mean, they're still staying. And even they don't, level. right. Yeah. And and so, you know, I, my my proposal would maybe, you know, because all these groups get decided by a point, a, a point system if we keep it consistent with soccer. And if you award the Tier 1 and Tier 2 teams 
uh, the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Jazz, Heat, Celtics, and Nuggets, if you award those teams, you know, an extra couple points, and then you award the tier three and four teams, the Sixers, Rocket, Rockets, Thunder, Pacers, Grizzlies, Magic, Mavericks, and Nets, a point of their own, that that rewards them for the games that they've already won so far this season. But Anthony, I, in a I think playoff you have series, to do you something. Don't get, the number one seed doesn't get an extra game, you know, an extra win going into it. They just get to they play get the worst extra, teams. They, they get an extra game at home, though. Yeah, but they get like, it. <laughs> but the biggest advantage is they get to play the worser teams, and that's just how this group this works out. That the Bucks have their own group, the Lakers have their own group, the Clippers and Raptors all have their own group. And then it just the teams get worse from there. So that to me, that's the advantage. That's that's a playoff. And again, we, we can concern ourselves so much with fairness and this and that. But look, the pandemic wasn't fair. None of this stuff is fair. And this was, I think, Adam Silver's message to the Players Association three weeks ago is just saying, guys, there is no good solution to this. They're all bad. We just have to pick the bad option that we think is the best. And if they're all bad from a fairness standpoint, why don't we pick the bad option that pays everybody the most money? I think, and, that, and if maybe that's not that what everybody wants. Sense. And if not, if that's not what everybody wants, then so be it. But I have a feeling that at the end of the day, there's no fair option. You might as well get, get as much money as you can out of it. You ready for uh, a further out there idea? Okay. We get out of here. Let the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, and Clippers draft their groups. Oh, I'm for it. I'm so for this. Yes. It'd be so much fun. Do you know who, you know who I think would say no to this idea is those teams, because I actually think that puts you in a really, (laughs) that that puts you in a tight spot, man. I mean, it's cool if you pick your eight, your one, eight matchup, like that works because the Lakers aren't afraid of the magic. Like, okay, we'll do that. But at some point there's good teams here. What are they taking the Celtics? They taking the 76 or they taking the Rockets? Like all of those teams are good enough that it, it's a slap in the face to say, hey, that's who we want. And it just creates an extra little message board material. I want it. I do I too. I don't even care. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that, that, they should televise that. That would be an all-time TNT special. That might yeah. outperform the last dance. It'd be, it'd be incredible. Like, make that pay-per-view. Allow cursing. Right. I think you have Let to the, have uh, the actual teams out there, though, and they have to, you know, when they get picked, they have to, like, line up across from them. <laughs> right. Like, the you're like, go. all right, let's do this then. Fine. Exactly. Let's go. The first team that gets picked, like, the, I guess it would probably be, like, the Brooklyn Nets, right, or the Orlando Magic would be the first team that gets picked. Like, all right, fine. I didn't have any reason to believe in myself before. Now I know <laughs> you guys want us. Let's do this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm all the way here for it. All right, that's going to do it for this episode and this week's episode of the Locked On NBA podcast. Uh, as we get closer to this, we're going to get more and more details, not just about the potential look of the playoffs, but dates and protocols and all of that stuff. What it all means, while we can, it's very easy to fall into the minutia of all this, what it means more than anything to me is this is progress towards getting basketball back. And that has me really really excited and as we get closer to it we're going to continue to up that same excitement level Uh, but for now have a great rest of your weekend and adam and i will talk to you guys again next friday